This is your classical break, your daily dose of classical music. I'm Tyler Alderson, and today we'll be listening to the first half of Beethoven's first piano sonata. Like so many genres, Beethoven had a huge impact on the piano sonata, but he also had an impact on the instrument itself, which was going through significant changes during his lifetime. The piano was invented in the early 1700s by an Italian named Bartolomeo Cristofori, a harpsichord maker who was looking for a different sound. The term piano is also used in music to describe something soft as opposed to forte or loud, and that's an important point. Cristofori called his invention a cimbalo di piano e forte, a keyboard with soft and loud, because unlike the harpsichord, it allowed the player to control the volume of the notes he was playing. There were other keyboard instruments that could do similar things, but Cristofori's could be used in the big concert halls that harpsichords dominated. For something so ubiquitous now, the piano took a long time to catch on. A series of refinements by different makers throughout the 1700s gave it a more expanded dynamic range, more powerful sound, a set of pedals that gave the player even more control options, and it slowly began to supplant the harpsichord and organ as the main keyboard instrument in concert settings, which is most evident in the titles used for pieces by classical composers. You see a switch during the mid to late 18th century from the term keyboard sonata to piano sonata, reflecting the piano's increasingly prominent role in music. Vienna in particular was a hot spot for piano manufacturing, and makers there had the benefit of the top composers of the day to consult with, listen to, and most importantly, sell to. So conversely, composers there had a wide variety of options when it came to pianos with many new and exciting innovations. Beethoven moved to the city just as the piano was finally asserting its dominance. It was still a very different instrument than what we hear today with a more delicate sound and less sustain, but Beethoven had access to the latest and greatest when it came to pianos, and he often made special requests of makers to get exactly the sound he wanted. Even when he was writing this sonata as a lesser-known student, he could play some of the finest pianos in the world thanks to his teacher, Haydn, And once Beethoven became popular, some of those sounds in the pianos that he used also became popular and became the standard going forward. The opening of this piece is bright and bold, with a rising first theme that seems somewhat cheery despite the minor key. It's a nod to Mozart being copied almost note for note from his 40th symphony with a bit of a transposition, and it has a very different feel from that. You can listen to the episodes on Mozart's 40th to compare and contrast. This forms a nice contrast with the second movement, which opens with a soft and gentle, almost lullaby-like melody. The two together showcase the wider expressive range now available to keyboard players, and show Beethoven not only developing his own voice, but taking on the new and changing voice of the piano. Here's Paul Pittman with the first and second movements of Beethoven's first piano sonata. Thank you. 
balancing beautiful, delicate melodies with very intricate piano work. You can hear a bit of Mozart in the way that the very young Beethoven was writing along with, also some influence from his teacher, Haydn. Thanks to Paul Pittman for putting that up on museopen.org. And thank you for listening. If you have the chance, please rate and review this podcast wherever it is that you're getting it. I'm Tyler Alderson, and tomorrow for your classical break, we'll be continuing with the third and fourth movements of Beethoven's first piano sonata. I'll see you then.